Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you got team updates for us? Um, you know what? We actually uh, got out of that Bethel game pretty fairly healthy. Um, couple, I've been around here long enough to you know really get pushed around really bad, and you got guys mangled up, man. So to get out of that game healthy, you know, which obviously the result would have been different. You know, which we would have played a little bit, uh, put up a little bit better. F, not I wouldn't say effort, a little bit better showing. You know, with the, some execution things, but they they the caps have had soft to Coach Johnson in that outfit up there, man. They do a good job, man, and. You know, it was interesting spending some time with Coach Johnson before the game and just, you know, listening to how he talks about how he built that thing. And a lot of assistant coaches are former players there, so they kind of get it. And the AD is the AD is a, a former um, is, is an alum um, and played there and um, and uh, was offensive coordinator. So they're just all they're really aligned over there at Bethel, man, which is super cool. It's super cool to watch from afar. Not fun on a Saturday to compete against them, but. And I was excited about some of the things that we did out there, and we got to, you know, like I told our guys going into Bethel week, the Bethel season, and we got to use this week as as a springboard for the rest of our <clears throat> the rest of the three games we have. So uh, that's that's where we're at. Well, let's talk about that game a little bit, and uh, um, to cl- uh, quote the famous uh, Denny Green, there, Bethel was who you thought they would be, and so I, I'm yeah. thinking you're not really very surprised by that. Nah, man, they, they, I mean, from top to bottom, I mean, that's the biggest offensive line we've seen all year. Running back ran, 20, uh, 24 ran hard, he was big, 7 had a good command, I didn't, not to say that we underestimated 7, but I mean, he he did a good job, I mean, from what we saw with Rosti for the last five years, I mean, not a big drop off with 7, man, George did a good job, um, you know, the receivers last year were more dynamic, but again, the quarterback play was a little different last year, so, you know, we didn't get hurt too bad in the air, but... Um, you know, it, it was it was they they, they push us around. You know, but our, our kids fought. Um, we didn't have any busted coverages like we did in the, in the Concordia game, which I was excited about. We missed time to jump in, down in the end zone late, which I was a little disappointed about. But the kid was in the right spot, so we made some improvements there. Um, so we just got to continue to keep working, and we got a we got a we got a huge one this week. So, despite the kind of the struggles of the offense there a little bit. One thing that really impressed me about that, Coach, Charlie Wilson was still with five catchers for 70 yards. I mean, at this point, I feel like there's 10 guys guarding him every time he's on the field. Yeah. How impressed are you with this guy that he still finds a way? Yeah, man, I, I tell you what, man, special special human um, for, in a lot of different ways, you know, not just on the field, but just the way he, the way he, can, the way he carries himself off the field um, in the classroom. So, And it just it makes it all the cool, more cooler when – you know he's a good football player. You know they 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 doubled him every now and again, but it wasn't um, what Augsburg did. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how McAllister attacks us to defend their defense with our on when our offense is out on the field. Um, so excited to to, to to play the chess match. So tough day on the ground for you guys. Again, I think you were expecting Bethel to be really tough against the run. But what is your takeaway that you have of any from the, just trying to establish that running game? Yeah. Um, I tell you what, honestly, you know, just being able to get short passes out there. You know, sometimes you got to use short passes as your run game, especially when he's playing a stout defense, giving up 15 points a game. I mean, they're very well coached, got good players. I mean, like we needed to get the ball in the perimeter, trying to run it inside and pound, try, trying to play their kind of game with them was 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 not the right attack slash approach. Um, so, I mean, they're they're good. Taps hats off to those guys. Um. You give up the 41 points, but I thought your defense played pretty well, especially considering they were on the field a lot in this game. So your thoughts on just their overall performance? I tell you what, man, like I said, coming out of Concordia, 
Um, that was the game where I felt like we just – it was not a good game from as far as being in position in the back end. I felt like we were in position in the back end. Um, you know, they just they just pushed us around, man. You know, I thought we we tackled okay. You can always tackle better. Um, but, you know, we, 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 I tell you what, we didn't get off blocks as best as I would have liked us to on the edges. So we got to make sure we get that fixed because – you know our next opponent's going to they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna test to see if they can get outside and we have to we have to block the feet which I talk about that all the time on this on the show um, but I tell you man it, like I said there's some good things out there um, you know we thought Caleb Leaders had a solid game Corey Zacharias had a solid game um, you know Braden Griswold up front uh, hang hung in there with a really talented big physical offensive line so I mean there there were some positives uh, to take away players you want to recognize from the game. Yeah, I'd say um, Caleb Leaders um, played a solid game. Um, Braden Griswold, you know, played a solid game um, offensively. Again, Charlie Wilson getting in the end zone against Bethel is, you know, obviously it's not the that's not <laughs> that's not the only thing. But I mean, for him to get behind that defense, the secondary, and get in the end zone, you know, we thought he played a solid game. So I'd say those three guys. I just want to say that uh, I was very impressed with Caleb, Caleb last week when I came and I. Uh, did the segment with him, and I got to why it was good to be a Hamlin Piper, and he said, I've been waiting for this question all season. So that was pretty cool. So, what did he say? <laughs> so he, so say? He, he gave me the, he, he, about how much he just loves the brotherhood at, at Hamlin and oh. um, just the love that the guys have for one another and the whole program, the, the way that this, it's supported. It was just it was, it was awesome <laughs> to hear him there. So fantastic. Cool. Well, Coach, uh, the big rivalry game this week. So tell us a little bit about McAllister. Yeah. Oh, again, man, it starts with the quarterback. <clears throat> um, like I said last, oh, gosh, every week, man, it's, this league is quarterback-driven. All of them are really good. Um, you know, Nadeau is a kid that we actually went out and saw um, out in California. So we were recruiting him, gosh, back in 18 or 19, whatever it is. Um, he's back. He's big. Um, he's got um, He's got great eligibles to throw to. Um, he's um, surveys the field. He's seen a lot of football. Uh, they're going to whip it around the field, man. They want to beat you running the football. Excuse me. They want to beat you passing the ball, running, running it down your throat is not their style. Um, so it's going to be a. a it's going to be. We. Why I knew coming out of Concordia, I was so disappointed and down coming out of Concordia because characteristically we were in the right spots in in the secondary against St. Olaf and Augsburg. We just weren't able to make a play. Concordia game, we were out of position, and that's unacceptable. So to get back in, um, get back on that right side. Um, coming out of Bethel, I'm excited about that because we're going to get tested early and often by that quarterback and, and, and the eligibles that they have. Man, they have three kids um, in the receiving room that are doing a good job. You know, they spread the ball out really well. Those kids know their scheme. So this is going to be a this is going to be this is going to be a little bit of chess and a little bit of checkers. You know, we got to make some plays, man. Some's going to be we have to win some one-on-one um, battles. And defensively, they play they play so hard on defense. They play very hard on defense, man. So it'll be another another good uh, test for us uh, offensively. It'd be good to get um, back to you know putting up points in the first couple weeks and even week three, week four, putting up points. We got to get back to that, man, because you know this team is going to run as our offense. This team runs through our offense, man. They they provide a lot of good juice, a lot of good energy, and we need to we need to we need to um, you know feed off that energy defensively and get ourselves off the field a couple times. So. Uh, McAllister defense does play very hard, but yep. a, a team that's given up some points, and especially on the ground, there uh, teams are having a lot of success running against them. Y- you've been a guy who wants to run the ball, so I, I feel like this is a great matchup for you. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, they're giving up – well, here's their deal. They're giving up 202 yards a game on the ground. We're giving up 187. So, I mean, it's it's a wash, man. we got to be better defensively in the run game. Now, I told our offensive line and our offensive guys, like, listen, man, that's a, on paper there's an opportunity, but here's the problem with this game. None of that matters, man. None of it matters. That team down south, that's what I call them, the team down south, even though they're two miles – on the, they're two miles south of us on Snelling. Um, I don't. That team down south, man, they're going to come up here. They're going to come up here ready. They got this one circled. They have it circled as a win. So we got to make sure that, man, we have we're we're a buttoned up outfit and we're ready to go, man. From a, from an intensity standpoint, from an assignment standpoint, you know, from our eyes being in the right spot at the, all the time, and then we got to be able to tackle and get off blocks, man. It's always going to come down to those those things. So that's the book of knowledge that needs to be back at Hamlin. Is that right? The book, no, the the paint bucket, the paint. The paint bucket. Yeah, I believe okay, the yeah. book of knowledge is is McAllister Carlton. Yeah, McAllister Carlton is a book of knowledge, I believe. Yep. Okay. Yeah. My apologies. I didn't, nope. didn't mean to have the trophy around there. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's jump on the fan questions for this sure. week, and let's jump with Drew first. Who would like to know? He says, "It looks like you have settled in on Nicholas Vasco as your featured running back. Is this the guy you believe that will carry the team forward?" Yeah, we, you know, it, it, running back is such a tricky position, and here's the here, here's where I, where where I got spoiled. And when I was in college, man, we had three guys. My first two years, those 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 championship teams, you know, the first year we had three we had three good running backs, and it takes a really talented running back coach to to kind of juggle the personalities and who's got a hot hand. That second year we had a, another three dudes, so I've seen it done with three, and I haven't been able to get it. We haven't been able to get it executed here for a lot of different reasons. So. You know, settling in on number ten, Nico is is, is he's, he's shown and proven to, to do some things, and we got to get him back rolling. Trey's a great um, second option who was the, who was the first guy um, early in the year, and, and then we feel good about Malik Wynn and Gunnar Geisler, but it's not enough. There's only about sixty-five to seventy plays in the game, man. So the, there's only so many balls that can go around, and we know Charlie Wilson's going to get his he's going to get his fair share. So you know, we got to settle in and and um, see if you know one of those guys can really be you know between Nico and and Trey can really you know. Um, get into a groove and 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 get us keep the chains moving. So, Jimmy says, I know you like those one o'clock starts, Coach, but I really miss those McAllister Hamlin games at six o'clock in prime time. Uh, do you see any of those games being at six o'clock again in the future? Oh yeah, I'm sure. When, whenever they whenever McAllister wants to play Hamlin, they, it's a night game. I believe they played Bethel at night, so they they enjoy the night games. So I'm pretty sure next year it'll be down there at seven. And depending on how that goes, maybe we play them the year after at seven. You know, we got no, there's a lot of our guys asking for it, and some fans asking for it. So maybe we, we will maybe assume that maybe 2025 it'll be a night game at Hamlin. But I'm, I'd bet my next paycheck they're going to get the Pipers down down south um, uh, next year to play at seven o'clock because I, I know their head coach is all about that. David says, you talked about this last week, and you were mentioning on the show too, by the way, today. Uh, David says, you talked about last week about how Bethel has a lot of assistant coaches who used to be players at the team. Do you see a point where there would be lots of former Hamlin football players who were working as assistants for you? Mm. You know what? It's, 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 it's funny because the guys that have come through in the last 10 years, the ones that are coaching, you know, they're doing it at the high school level. You know, and college coaching is – that's a whole different ball of wax than 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 um high school. You know, high school you're tied to more so your teaching job and you do it on the side as a stipend. You know, not to take anything away from high school coaches because I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my two high school coaches, man. They were very instrumental. They can have a big influence on your life. But college coaching is just different, man. Like you spend all day in here on Sunday, all day on Monday, all day on Tuesday and 
you're away from your family a lot. So a lot of we just, we just don't have a lot of guys. We don't have any. I don't have any former players that are like really have really dove in with both feet into to the coaching world. So you know, you know, Bethel has for whatever reason, um, you know, but our guys are you know our guys are out and they're making. You know they're 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 doing not to say that coaching isn't a good career, but you know they're our guys are like more so into business and analytics and law. So I mean, coaching probably just not a good just not a good fit. So we just don't have a crop of guys right now. Next up is Leon, who says Penn State got shown that they do not belong at the top of the conversation for national champions this year. So of those six teams that are left that are undefeated, who are the two that wind up not making it? So I'll just tell you, Coach. So Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, and Oklahoma. Dang. Without me not seeing too much ball, I'd have to say Washington and maybe Oklahoma, just based off of what you said. And I haven't even been able to watch any of those teams really die. So I'm just going off of history. Unless Oklahoma, you know, I know Oklahoma's coming off of a rough year last year, so maybe they might trip and bump their head somewhere. Well, maybe they won't. Uh, but that is a blue blood program, Oklahoma. But um, Michigan, very, very good. Ohio State. Very, very good. Florida State seems to be real. And it did, who are other who are the three you had in there? Um, so it's Georgia, Michigan, Ooh. Ohio State, Florida State, Washington, and Oklahoma. Georgia. Oh boy, how do you go against Georgia? Like you know what I mean? So I think Georgia, Michigan, and there Georgia, Michigan's in, Ohio State's in. You know, I think for sure, and then we'll see. So. Next up, we have Barry. He says, Coach, I have to tell you, I'm tired of you guys always talking about the Packers, Vikings, and Eagles. Let's get some depth for the Lions. I tell you what, um, I do follow Coach uh, Campbell pretty close. Um, I actually have a former player on that play for me at Valpo, who's in the scouting department. So you know, there's obviously there's a relationship there. But he's doing it, man. What he's done, he's done a great job. First of all, I think the guy can still play. Okay, that's first of all. So I think you know, I'm pretty sure when he stands in front of his room, I mean, them guys are looking at him like whatever's coming out of his mouth. I mean, they're 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 they bought it. So I know they had a rough one against the Ravens. This last week, but I, I bet you, I guarantee you, they're going to get back on the, they'll get back on the in the winning column. Um, so yeah, go Lions. You know, like I said, I kind of more so follow coaches. I like, I love what he's doing. I love how he's changed that whole culture. And um, yeah, it'll be good to see them uh, get a win this week. A very ecstatic Andre has a couple of questions for you. So let's start with uh, Eagles move back to the top of the NFC. Coach with a huge victory over Miami. Our boys came up big. Hey, listen, Trey, first of all, it's good to hear from you, man. Um, hopefully you're not indulging in too many cheesesteaks out on the East Coast, but if if you are, I understand. Um, I actually just had a friend who went out to Philadelphia, and I was like, man, they got a chance to send me a picture of a cheesesteak, man. I said, boy, I'm glad I don't live out there anymore because my cholesterol and my blood pressure would be way too high. So, um, But, no, it's good to get the Eagles back, and that's the, that's the – Every win in the NFL is a, is a good win. Every one of them. I don't care if there's a team that's O and whatever, but beating Miami, man, that's 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 not that's not easy. They got weapons, and so I mean, hats off to Coach Sirianni and the Eagles. I mean, that's a big that's a big deal. He also says Philly's closing in on the World Series. What is it going to take to knock Arizona out? I think three three in that series right it's now. Three to, it's three to three. They play tonight, and it's going to come down to the bullpen, <clears throat> bullpen pitching. Period. We got enough firepower. Um, starting pitching is good, but the bullpens where we got hurt yesterday and the day before. So we better get that figured out, or we're gonna be we're gonna be going fishing. <laughs> Ain't gonna be no World Series. 
Coach, my apologies. I, I missed a question from Bruce earlier, so I wanted to mention this to you. So he says, hi, Coach. It seems like play calling is not utilizing Charlie Wilson as much as one would expect lately, only five touches in the Bethel game. He seems to be the key playmaker for the team, and when he is involved, the team does better. However, there will be many series in a game where no attempt is made to get him the ball. Getting him at least 10 or 15 touches per game would seem like a priority, but it seems like more emphasis is being placed on trying to run the ball and isn't working. I know you would prefer to run again instead of passing, but how do you adjust to better utilize the talent on the team? Bruce, that's such a that is such a fair question. Um, it is fair, right? Because this is a this is a there is a level a level of entertainment in this, and you're right. Um, Charlie Wilson is, is the guy. Um, that's my job to make sure our offensive coordinator understands and appreciates that. Um, so, yeah, no, that is an emphasis, man. It looked like we, we got away from him a little early in the last two games for whatever reason. Um, sometimes it's hard to hold up. Sometimes a read doesn't take you that way. But, you know, like I was telling our coaches, man, we got to make sure that we're pumping pumping that kid the ball, man, for these last three games. We have to. Like, that's that's it. And then we got to spread it out. Um, you know, to to a couple other guys that can that can make plays, but you know, they took him away uh, in a couple games before. But you know, we do got to make an emphasis to to to, to get him the ball. So Bruce, that's a, that's a fair analysis, and I'm glad you brought it up. It's good. Uh, turning to Halloween now, Sam says, I know you talked about that you're a big candy bar giver at Halloween time. Do you ever switch up and go with other kinds of treats? I mean, you can never go wrong with Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. Um, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Skittles and Sour Patch Kids—you can't go wrong with those. So I'd say Jolly Ranchers—you can't go wrong with those kind of with those kind of candies. I think kids always always enjoy those. Now you know why Coach Taylor's my favorite coach out there. Boy, those are the three best candies that there are. <laughs> so that's a fantastic fantastic choice. Uh, next up, we have Michael, who would like to know favorite Halloween movie of all time for you. The Halloween movie. I'd have to. I'd definitely have to go with uh, Halloween. Maybe Halloween part. The res. I think it was Halloween part five. The resurrection. I think that was pretty good. That one was a pretty good one. Uh, next up, we have Andy. Would like to know: Were you ever one of those kids when you were younger who didn't like to watch scary movies, or were you always up late checking out the latest horror flick? No, nah, I mean I, I erred on the side of going to bed. You could thank um, uh, Freddy Krueger for that because. <laughs> I know. I, thought, I think I talked about it last week, but man, that that used to spook me, man. I said, man, if you go to sleep and dream, that guy's gonna show up, man. I didn't like that, man. So no, I didn't want to stay up and watch those movies. Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> Fantastic. And coach, give us your words of wisdom for the week. You know what? I was just I share with the team. We meet at eleven thirty on Tuesdays, and <clears throat> yeah, we got a big game. All of them are big, right? But you know, the thing I was just making sure they understood because you know we got a couple guys that are gonna be leaving the organization here within the next four weeks, going into the real world. Is nobody cares about your problems. You know, if you really think about that now, as coaches, we care about our players' problems. Hopefully they care about us. But nobody at Bethel cares about our issues. <laughs> nobody at McAllister cares about our issues. Nobody at the next school cares about our issues. So you gotta, you know, you got to go take things in life, and you got to go earn them. You know, so that's what it's going to take. So I just made sure that the group knew that nobody cares about what we got going on at Hamlin University but us. You know, so just handle your business, and let's make sure we put our best foot forward. So. That's an incredible set of wisdom right there for sure. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. All right. Thanks for listening. Well, let me welcome Nico Vasco for me with uh, joining here on the show today. So, so Nico, let's first of all talk about why, why was Hamlin the right choice for you? 
Hammond was a the right choice for me because it was just it was just it was just amazing talking to the coaches, you know, the players, and I like the way they, they run the system. I actually have a great friend of mine, Trey Guerrero, who decided to come here and was also telling me that he loved the system here and he would he trusted us both coming here and making an impact. So I love the idea, and so far it's worked out. Well, that's awesome. Had you quite uh, quite a bit of a distance to come from Arizona to to St. Paul? What, what, what did you think about the campus when you first got there? The campus was nice. The the distance wasn't too much of a problem. I had already been out here towards this area at Wisconsin River Falls a few years back, so the distance wasn't too too much of a of a big deal. But the campus itself is really nice. Now you you come in as a quarterback. The team has been using you as a running back right now, and and you've been putting up some pretty solid numbers for them so far. So how did you feel about that move? Uh, whatever, whatever helps the team win. I no no problem. I've actually played running back and quarterback my whole life, and it was a it was a good idea of um Alex actually our QB one Alex went to the coaches and gave them the idea of putting me at running back for a few and seeing what happens. So. Yeah, shout out to Alex. (laughs) (laughs) What is your major at Hamlin right now? Majoring in business, sir. What what, what would you like to do with that one day? Uh, I I would like to do a lot of things, but mainly I just hope to one day have my own business. Oh, right on. Any Any area you'd like to be involved in? Yeah, I like like more of the, the sports world and, like, just seeing what I could do over there in that area. Oh, fantastic. Would that be up north still, or do you see yourself heading back to Arizona for that? I'm sorry, what was that? Would you see yourself staying in the north, or could you see yourself returning back home to to start your business? Wherever there's opportunity. That's that's where (laughs) where it'll get me. (laughs) That's a smart man right there. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, well, you know, the, the, uh, Coach Taylor has been using you a lot more of that running back position over the last month, and, and you know, you've, you've really had some solid outings for the team. So talk to us a little bit about what it's like to be a running back at Hamlin playing behind that offensive line. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. You know, the, the running back group is very special. Got a great running back coach. Um, it's always it's never never a, a boring practice with those guys. We're always laughing, always focused, always going hard when we need to, and they've taught me so much, and it's just a great, great brother they have in that area of the running backs. But then the old line, man, I've I've grown a, a good relationship with them. You know, they've they've been amazing to take care of me, and I just love those guys too. What what kind of person are you among that running back group? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a question for them to answer. <laughs> but if I had to say, uh, just try to bring a spark, just try to get everybody out of the, the straight face. I try to get everybody smiling, laughing, singing the song, dancing. Um, I try to be a positive vibe. You never know what somebody's going through in a normal day outside the field, off the, off the field. So just try to be there for them and make 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 someone smile. I like it. I like that a lot. 
Well, the team gets off to a, a, a fast start again this season, but has really struggled over the last five weeks. And just what, what's your thoughts on where Hamlin football is headed right now? The only place we can go is up. <laughs> so we're going to continue to grind, continue to stay focused, take it day by day, and focus on the week that we're on. This week is the probably the biggest game of the season for fans, a McAllister big rivalry game. What are your thoughts about this contest? I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to be in it, actually. Um, we'll see what happens. What's the big rival where you went to high school? The big rival where I went to high school? Yes. Um, for me, it was against a team down the street, Tolleson. No, it was it was pretty cool. It was a big rivalry, but you know, it's a lot more a lot more different. From high school to college, um, just now getting here, I'm still trying to learn about it and get more depth into it. Um, yeah. Um, two very great academic schools, two programs that are struggling a little bit right now in football, but uh, a lot of good things are expected. So what what do you see happening in this game on Saturday? I see us pulling out the dub. You know, hopefully we can do what we want to do. Um, make the right adjustments, play hard, play fast, stay focused, and hopefully when the fourth quarter ends, hopefully we can walk away with the dub. Mom and dad watching at home? Yes, but they will actually be there this weekend. I'm excited. All right on. Right so on. They will be here family. Yep. Who's the bigger football fan between your mom and dad? Oh, my dad. That we we love sports back home in the family. We're always watching something. So are you a little crazy now about Arizona Diamondback baseball? Yeah, well, I'm actually a Yankee fan. <laughs> We're Yankee okay. fans back home in the, in the household. But yeah, no, it's, it's it's always nice to see the teams back home doing good. I think it's crazy. Um, they're actually playing right now. I just walked by. I didn't see the score, but I hope they're winning. Game seven, you know, it's that'd be cool to see them go above into the next level. I'm just letting you know that Coach Taylor is a Philadelphia guy, so he might be a little mad about hearing you say that. Uh, yeah, no, I wear my Yankee hat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Right on. Well, Nico, let's close it with this. Tell me why it's great to be a Hamlin Piper. Why is it great to be a Hamlin Piper? Yes. Um, it's just everybody's nice. Everybody's cool. The campus is nice, you know. Um, damn, that's a good question. Everybody's well, cool. I, I like the campus. I think I think it's I think it's just nice all around. You know, uh, I don't really know how to explain that one. You just got to come see for yourself. That's fantastic, Nico. Thanks for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me.